Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the Hospital Finance Podcast. As a follow-up to the recently released outpatient payment final rule, I am joined by Bob Mahoney as a senior consultant on our reimbursement team here at Bessler, and Dave Korn, who is a senior manager uh, here on our reimbursement team at Bessler. And they're going to be discussing with me updates to provider-based facility reimbursement uh, that came out of that final rule. So, gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Good afternoon. So, Dave, let me turn to you first. One thing we hear about related to provider-based departments is site neutrality. Can you describe um, what site neutrality payments are? Uh, Yeah, sure, Mike. I mean, this is something that's been um, discussed for several years. Basically, it's that uh, Medicare payments for an outpatient service will be paid the same regardless of where those services are performed, whether it's in an outpatient department of the hospital, an ambulatory surgical center, or a physician office. And that uh, that term, site neutrality, was addressed in the 2019 OPPS um, ASC final rule, was it not? Yes, that's that's correct. Um, well, up to a point. I mean, there were certain provisions in the final rule uh, that take steps uh, to begin the movement to site neutrality for outpatient clinics and uh, ASCs. Okay, so let's let's start by talking about outpatient clinics. What can you tell us about those? Well, sure. Um, the clinic visit is the most common uh, service billed under OPPS, and CMS believes. Uh, that Medicare often pays more for the same type of clinic visit in the hospital outpatient setting than it does in the physician office setting. And CMS, in the, in the final rule, said that CMS is going to use its authority uh, to pay for the HCPCS code, and that code is G0463, but uh, that's the, basically the clinic visit code. Uh, and what they're going to do in all outpatient departments, uh, they're going to reimburse that at 70% of the full outpatient rate in 2019 and 40% of the full outpatient rate in 2020. The final payment amount will equal the site, neutral, the site neutral physician fee schedule payment rate uh, for the services at an off-campus provider-based department. And CMS is estimating that it, that'll save over uh, 300 million just in uh, 2019. And the reduction, uh, the reduction to those payments is, like I said, it's a two, two year phase in period. Uh, the first year being a, uh, a cut of 60%. I mean, I'm sorry, the first year being a cut of 30%, and the second year a cut of 60%. Okay, and what are the effects on ambulatory surgical centers? Well, one of the, one of the first things that they did. Um, was instead of using the com- consumer price index uh, to measure the update factor for ASCs, that's what they've always done in the past. CMS will apply the hospital market basket update for ASCs for the next five years. So just like the hospital market basket update of uh, 2.9% minus the MFP adjustment of 0.8%, uh, which means a tw- uh, 21 percent increase for ASCs, um, the ones that meet their quality reporting requirements, and see if, the, if they would have used the consumer price index, 
the update would have only been uh, 1.8%. But CMS and CMS will continue to you know reduce. This is the same as they do to hospitals. Will reduce uh, the update by 2% for ASCs not meeting uh, their quality reporting requirements. And again, uh, they're saying that the purpose is to promote uh, site neutrality between hospitals and ASCs and to encourage the migration of services from the hospital setting to the lower cost ASC setting. Again, feeling that, that um, it's costing Medicare more money to um, have those services performed at a uh, higher cost hospital setting. And and just to follow up with that, another thing that CMS did was add, to add 12 cardiac catheterization procedures to the list of ASC, covered surgical procedures. In the past, you always thought it as cardiac catheterization as a hospital-based service, but now that's even moving to an outpatient site neutrality. And they also, CMS also approved five new procedures performed during cardiac catheterization procedures to the list of procedures paid by Medicare. So we're seeing more and more stuff being able to be done in an outpatient setting, such as an ASC. Bob, were there any other outpatient departments affected? It's not affected immediately, but you know, beginning on January 1st, 2019, CMS is implementing a new HICPICS modifier, ER items and services furnished to provider-based off-campus emergency departments to collect data extent, extent, the extent to which OPPS services are shifting to off-campus provider-based emergency departments. You see many more and more of those on the side of the highway and they're tied out with the hospital mm -hmm. to save you the trouble of going to the hospital. It's a quicker ER. But they, they don't know what's going on in these places, where it's being done. When CMS gets a bill now, it currently it's an ER bill. Now with this modifier, they're going to know it's not done at the hospital. And they're paying money for this. And once again, they're looking to save money with the Medicare Payment Advisory Commission. It's looking at the higher rates for service that are being paid at these off-sites. And it's something that hospitals need to be aware of because you can see the cuts in the clinics and the ASCs. And that's coming, to hot, coming their way in the ERs. Right. So, so give, given, given those changes, what would you recommend hospitals do? It's real important that hospitals know where they're providing services. And that means they're updating their Medicare 855, which lists the sites that every hospital is providing service at, and also that their provider-based applications are completed with CMS. I know this sounds that you would assume hospitals are doing this, but with all the mergers and takeovers and acquisitions, a lot of hospitals just don't know exactly what's theirs and what they're doing. So it's important that you're, you follow the regulations. As these changes happen, you at least know what you have and what you're certified to do so you get the proper payment. Right, and, and so you know, you're, you're looking at that short-term rule change, but what can a hospital do as they're integrating this thinking into their long-term planning? Well, I think you can see the trend here that CMS is trying to save money and pay less and less for the outpatient sites. And we've seen them jump up all over the country where there's women's health centers or different areas. Now that those payments are being reduced, even though it's much more convenient to be out, maybe not go to the hospital and have an easier parking situation, hospitals need to look to bring that stuff back into the hospital setting and get the full payment. And something they need to look at, we're seeing inpatient sites decline in non-reimbursable areas, move them off-site, and bring these sites back in. Because you're just not gonna, you're not making the money that you thought you were making. It might not make the, pro the site profitable. The other thing is to look at 
working with physician groups and joint ventures to make sure that you're getting the most reimbursement for the hospital in that plan. Yeah, and, and um, you know, with if you have a lot, of, you know, if, they, if, if a hospital has a lot of these outpatient uh, services being performed at uh, outpatient departments off campus, um, they need to take a look at and, and start being and be ready for the reduction in revenue uh, that they're going to see, um, you know, in the foreseeable future as as CMS continues to make these cuts. Exactly, Dave. Yeah, definitely a moving target. Um, so, something hospitals are gonna yeah. gonna have to be um, very uh, very considerate of uh, as they go through their planning processes now and, and in the future. Bob and Dave, thanks so much for uh, bringing this content to us and for spending some time with me today on the podcast. If you enjoy the Hospital Finance Podcast, please head up to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a positive review. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.